Today on a chilling episode of Real Ghost Stories Online that some say has caused them to feel less bloated, a sense of higher self-esteem, self-confidence, and goodwill, all with the nasty side effect of uncontrolled projectile diarrhea. A military family finds a new inn near Oxford, England, and begins to settle into their new life, only to discover that their new home has a mind of its own, or a will to remove the living. Just how long will they survive in this seemingly possessed environment? We'll find out today on Real Ghost Stories Online. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You're about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That indeed it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. We'd absolutely love to hear them. Of course, you can also write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. And if you like the show, you want access to all of our bonus episodes, all of our advanced episodes, then please do sign up to be an extra podcast person. You can do that very easily at ghostpodcast.com or through the Patreon app. Or now, in addition to all of that, you can become an extra podcast person through Apple Podcasts, through the subscription service right there, and get everything straight through Apple Podcasts. Check it out. Uh, You can subscribe there as well and get the advanced episodes and get the, uh, the archive, all the EPP bonus episodes. And you can even try it for three days absolutely free. So if you're an Apple Podcast user, check out our subscription op- option there and try it for three days free and get access to all the stuff. And uh, then if you like it, you know, keep going. Uh, and you can get a, a yearly membership now uh, on Apple Podcasts exclusively over there right now, thirty nine ninety nine. So it's uh, we've lowered the price, but it's only an Apple Podcast. Of course, you can use Patreon or ghostpodcast.com, whatever works best for you. Uh, but get three days free. Check it out at uh, Apple uh, Podcasts and uh, check out our subscription channel and get access to all that stuff there. We greatly appreciate that. It's uh, Tony and Harper with you on today's episode of the program. What is going on with you today? I'm in a real Disney mood today. Oh, wanna, you are. Want to hear something funny? Okay. The other day when I was watching Shark Tank and looking on Amazon for Disney stuff, like mm-hmm. Minnie Mouse stuff and yeah. whatnot, mm-hmm. um, uh, the... The segment was about like a banana phone thing. It it was kind of funny. And so I looked down on my screen and then all of a sudden I see the literal product like that they're playing on the TV show. Mm-hmm. It, but keep in mind, I did not search up like this at all. And it just came up as a suggestion. I know because I was like, like my literal search was Minnie Mouse earbuds. I... I mean, I've said this forever. They're like, no, it, it doesn't listen to you for this. I, there's no way to explain half of these random things of how they come up other than that. And it's not even you necessarily. I think that it's listening to you, you had the TV on or you had you were watching it. What were you watching it on TV? Shark Tank. Yeah. OK, so I mean, so one of the 50 Alexas in the house picked up on that and sent it to my phone. And then it immediately goes, OK, if uh, someone's using amazon here in this house then we're gonna make that pop up it's so creepy tell me i'm wrong i mean prove to me that i am wrong on that because it's it's totally what it's doing 
And maybe it's not a surprise. Maybe they've admitted it now. I don't know. But forever it was like, no, that's not what I mean. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I mean, I don't know. I, I In some ways, it's kind of neat and cool, and it makes things convenient. And others, people are like, it's an invasion of privacy. And I get that. I mean... But then you choose to buy the product knowing that it's an invasion of privacy. I, I so just kind of feel like I'm going to take the advantages of it and not freak out over all the other things. I don't feel like I'm going to be targeted. I don't feel like I really... I have nothing to hide, so I really don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm just kind of like... I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's listening to you. Okay, what? It's going to hear me talking about cooking and ghosts around the house? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess if, if, you, if, you were, if you did have something that you didn't want others to know about, I would be a little more, I guess, cautious. But I don't know. I just, I don't. <laughs> so, it doesn't matter. I'm enjoying kind of just watching it work how it's supposed to. I mean, until then, they suddenly, you know, they send stormtroopers to your house and they're like, okay, which, you know, we're, we're a couple steps away from that. But, and then they say to you, are they, are you the Jedi? <laughs> well, I didn't mean it like like Star Wars, but... Um, you said stormtroopers. I know, so. I know. It'll, it'll have at some point, who knows. Um, let's go to our first story. It says, my uh, husband and I moved to uh, England. Not far from Oxford on military orders during the pandemic in 2020. When we first moved into our house, I had not fully adjusted to the time difference, so I'd be awake at night and fall asleep around 8 a.m. England was still in full lockdown at the time. My husband was working from 10 p.m. to 10 a.m., and it was winter, so the sun was settling around 4 p.m. here. I couldn't get into the normal sleep schedule for the life of me. Right off the bat, weird things were happening in our house when I was home alone. I know you're not supposed to do this, but... I named the ghosts because we're surrounded by ancient Viking burial grounds, among other burial sites. I gave them what I thought were more Viking-esque names. Kloss, for the presence that felt more masculine. Katia, for the one that felt feminine. I'm not really knowledgeable in Viking names, so don't judge me. One night, I was sitting in my living room, and my dog and cat were both staring intently at the same corner of our living room with lampas. My dog was growling, which he rarely ever does, and his fur was sticking up on the back of his neck. At the same time, my cat was up on his hind legs, battling or batting at the air with his front paws. I've genuinely never seen him do this before, unprovoked. I was suddenly freezing right where I was sitting, and I knew without a doubt that something was there. I said loudly, I don't know who you are, but we live here now. We can live together peacefully or you can leave. Will not mess with my animals, though. I don't know what to say, but I wanted to stay in the good side of whoever or whatever this energy was. The next day, my dog ran inside without letting me wipe his paws off. So I shouted his name. Immediately after I shouted, our Roomba vacuum turned itself on, quickly reversed, knocking the broom over, and then reloaded itself back into the charging dock. It was almost as if it presence in the house was reminding me of the agreement that we were supposed to be respectful of animals i couldn't help but laugh and apologized out loud saying okay you're right i shouldn't have raised my voice at him thank you for the reminder not long after these events unfolded my husband who's a huge skeptic got out of the shower i noticed the red mark in the middle of his back i asked him to come closer so i could see it it was the letter k as clear as day in a script-like font. K, as in claws, or Katia. That's what I get for naming them. 
He refuses to acknowledge the story to this day, but I took a picture and have shown it to multiple people. I'll ask them, what do you see in this picture? And every time without fail, the answer is the letter K. I show this photo without telling them what I think it is so I can get an honest answer. Flash forward to 2001, I was working full time. My husband was staying with me while my, uh, or rather, uh, one of my coworkers was staying with me while I, my husband was away. She would ask me why I was knocking on her bedroom door in the middle of the night and said she could hear loud noises coming from the pet room where we keep their food bowls and everything. It would wake her up in the middle of the night. I never knocked on her door, and the pets always slept with me or downstairs in the living room couch. I'd wake up to my dogs growling at the corner of the room and acting strange. It became more of a normal occurrence as time went on. My coworker was definitely freaked out by all this. She was used to paranormal activity, though, because the building on our base that we work on has a lot of activity as well. When my husband returned home from his deployment in the beginning of 2022, my coworker had already moved out and things returned to normal, normal for quite a bit. Lately, things have been starting back up again. The most recent activity has been our living room lamp. The same lamp in the corner of our living room and our cat and dog had the initial experience with. This lamp would start turning itself on and off, almost as if someone was using a code to speak to us. We've seen the show Stranger Things. It's exactly like when they're communicating with each other from the upside down. We replaced the bulb and it's still happening. My husband checked the outlet, the wiring, and it was all good. One night I was alone and I passed it on the couch. I jolted awake and it felt like someone was near me. The light starts flickering. I look at the clock. It's 3.30 a.m. I don't know if anyone else believes in the witching hour, but it made it much creepier to me. I've been feeling a hand press on my back lately, almost as if someone is comforting me. So I think this might be a kind entity. I hope so anyway. That's all the activity for now, but I'm thankful the interactions have been fairly peaceful. No, I do believe in the witching hour. You do? I do. Why? No, I just do. <clears throat> things happen in that hour for me. It's weird. I don't like it. What happens for you in that hour? Shadows. Just, just weird sounds, and I know it's not you because you're never like truly awake at that time because who would be? It's rare. I do. I, I I tend to wake up. It just kind of depends on the night. If I, I if I get up and use the bathroom in the middle of the night, it's usually around three. But there's many nights where I just sleep right through. Oh, like almost every night I wake up around that time. I don't like it. So whoever's doing that, please, for the love of God, stop. <laughs> but I like waking you up in the middle of the night. Because one, I'm one of those people. That once I wake up, I can't go back to bed. I'll be watching. <laughs> there you go. New buttons, new things we can do. Over Wait, here. can you turn the button back on? I just want to see how I sound. I sound very weird. <laughs> you, you don't sound like the devil like I do. <laughs> I do sound like an entity. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of scary. I, I don't know what that. Yeah. If we do this one, it's a little deeper. Try that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sound really weird. <laughs> I know. Just talk normal. Don't try and go high. Okay. I okay. 
Bill sound. All right, there we go. Lots of fun here. Yeah, we got. I love the buttons. We have a brand new board, and it has a lot of new features. So we're all just kind of like, ooh. Play does, a random button. What does this button do? Next letter says, good evening. Let me start by saying I love the show. When I was a young man, I had a few experiences which caused me to alter my lifestyle. I'd like to tell you about three I believe to be linked. I was knocking about with some less than honest people, and we made our money in less than honest ways. In short, we stole cars. On a few occasions, returning home, I felt uneasy about what I had done, but kept on brushing it aside and would be up or out up to no good a few days later. May I say I did what I did for my own greed and not to feed any habit. I had a clean mind, so cannot put it down to hallucinations. The first occasion happened when I was asleep on my mother's couch after a night of no good. When the police knocked on the door and wanted to come and look around inside, I was trying to play it cool and went back to sleep on the couch and let them do what they came to do. Woke up sometime after they had left to nobody home. The uneasy feeling I get was present, so I decided I had to have a smoke and try to brush it off. As I put my head up to try to find my lighter, a picture that was hanging on the wall above where I was sleeping, come off the wall and landed right where my head was. With no explanation as to why it fell off, the cord and hanger were still intact. I hung it back up and brushed it aside. The second occasion happened when I returned home from a day of shopping with my mom. I wanted to spoil my mother with my ill-gotten money to relieve my guilt. It didn't work. I unlocked the front door and ran inside to use the toilet. As I went through our kitchen, I was stopped in my tracks by a tall, dark man looking out our kitchen window. He frightened me as I wasn't expecting to see anyone there. As I stopped, he turned around and said, Peter, I need to speak to your mother now. People generally only call me Peter when I'm in trouble. I turned and called for my mom, and when she came inside, the man was gone. She quizzed me as to who it was, what he looked like. She seems to think it was her uncle who had died at least 10 years before I was born. She later told me he had come to her before to give her a warning to leave her ex-husband. I can't confirm this because I've never seen him in any pictures of him. He only said to me that he needed to speak to my mother, then disappeared. Final occasion happened after I had just dropped a car off and was riding home. I lived about a 10-minute ride home, and as it was early in the morning, I was keen to get home and uh, asleep. As I was riding, the familiar uneasy feeling returned. It felt as if I was being followed. Whatever was following me was catching me. I pedaled as fast as I could and looked over my right shoulder and seen a large black mass following me. Whatever it was, it was with me until I reached the street I lived on. When I got home, went straight to my room and turned on my TV to give me some background noise while I slept. I know I was dreaming because I dreamt my mother had died and the song Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon was playing <laughs> when I was told. That's a bizarre one. I was then shaken awake by something. My TV was off and my radio was on softly and that same song was playing. I felt as if I was being held down and able to move my body. However, I could move my legs and arms. I felt a heavy presence on my chest and could hear what sounded like heavy breathing. I could feel it close to my face and then the frustrated and angry voice said, Do you want to die? And then it was gone. I ran straight to my mother's room to check if she was okay and woke her up. You could see I was scared and asked me what was wrong. 
I explained my dream, and then what happened after I woke, I had to confess what I'd been doing the past few months to my mother, and she also insisted I confess to the police. I believe if I had kept on living this lifestyle, I would not be around today. I feel I have someone around me that's helping me along the journey, as I've had a few other experiences. I can still to this day hear the voice and the warning it gave me in my head. I appreciate you taking the time to read my story and would uh, love to get your take on it. Thank you again and keep up the great work. Pete in Australia. Okay, so I do think the apparition and the dream at the end was like was actually ghostly, but the rest of it, I just think it was guilt. I think there was there was a lot of guilt there. But I also feel like I, I think if you engage yourself in like a lot of really negative shit, like stealing cars and other folks who find that to be an acceptable way of making a living, uh, you are just by nature surrounding yourself with negativity. Yeah. And, and a lot of people who do those sort of things are going to also have other negative habits and things of that nature going on. And it's just a dark road to go down. And I think negative attracts negative. So I think there could be kind of some heavier, dark things that were starting to kind of latch on there and had to be shaken off. Is it recording? It's good. Okay. It records over here now, honey. Oh. Uh, so I think it's, um, I think there could have been the beginning of something, but I do think there was something that was kind of watching out and helped pull them away from that world before it got too dark. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. Hello. Um, I have called and told you experience that I had before, and um, I felt you in on my grandmother being a, a sensitive but not protecting herself. Um, I've had stuff follow me home. Uh, the red eyes follow me and my son home. Um, my son, when he would, when she would babysit him at night because I had to work second shift, um, She'd have the crib right outside her room, and he said that there would be, like, this black shadow man standing there just hovering over the crib, staring at him. He said he never did anything and stuff like that. He just stood there still, you know, the whole night just leaning down looking at him. Um, just all kinds of stuff. There's all kinds of stuff that happens um, around my grandmother because she doesn't know how to protect herself. Um, but she um, is living with me. She's going, you know, um, getting older and stuff like that. Um, she was living down in Kentucky, and she kept having, she swears up and down that there was this guy living upstairs in her attic, and I didn't know whether to leave it or not. I kind of went with my gut instinct on Grandma. I think, it, you know, at the spirit in house, she needed sage, but she swears up and down. To her, it was real that it was a man living upstairs in her attic, and he was just fast enough and quick enough. Um, to get in and out of the house to where she couldn't, you know, catch him. She said there was one night she woke up in her sleep and he was hovering over the bed, like, looking at her and stuff like that, which I really do think it was spirits. I don't think it was a, a real-life man because my mom went down and visited her, and she took her dog. She's got three dogs, and they were upstairs in the upstairs part of the house. And my mom said there's just one corner in the room, no matter how much light you would have on in that room, that corner just stayed dark like it was just dark and the dog would sit there she said the whole entire weekend a dog sat there and barked at that corner um when she went home 
um, she was off, off in the kitchen doing something and the dog started barking and she walked into the bedroom because that's where all the dogs were. And she said she saw the exact same thing, um, it, but it was above her window. She has these pull-down blind blade uh, blind things that are white. And she said that uh, the dogs were barking and she looked to see where the dogs were barking and that it, right there, that the, the thing followed her all the way from Kentucky um, up to Indiana. Um, so she made me come over and stage and stuff like that because she freaked her out. Um, but my grandmother... She, there's a lot, like as soon as she moved in, it, it took about a week or two. Um, everything was quiet, normal. It seemed like, you know, normal for us because, you know, it's, it's our home. But, and then all of a sudden stuff just started happening. Uh, like, I know my environment. It's our home. I'm plus on top of that. I'm a hermit. So I'm, I'm always home all the time unless I'm working or I have to go to the grocery store or something. But I'm, I'm home. It's my space. It's my comfy space. It's my sanctuary. And all this stuff started happening at night and, and even during the day. And my oldest, would he always would come say, Mom, you need to sage, you know, if, if I'm getting behind in Mommy. And, and I just you just get busy when you're an adult because you got 5,000 things, especially a single parent. You got 5,000 things on your shoulder and you're just kind of making it. You know what I'm saying? But he come and told me, he's like, Mom, you need to sage. There's something going on. Um and we've had to continuously sage. It's been 12 months now, and I have to continuously, at least every two weeks. It does get exhausting, but at the same time, the stuff that I'm about ready to tell you is, it's better, <laughs> I guess, to sage than to have to deal with the situations that we're dealing with. Um, I started having heart issues, and, 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 I, and I'm young. I'm only 42, and I, out of nowhere, I started having these heart issues, um, I just got done doing yoga and meditation. I was sitting down. I put on Will and Grace, and um, I was sitting there, and I was laughing, and I was getting ready to do my makeup. I was sitting down. Like, I just got done doing everything, and I was laughing at something they were doing as I was grabbing my makeup, getting prepared. And all of a sudden, like, I felt cold, and I went out like a light. Um, And then uh, they took me to the hospital, and they're trying to say it was a panic attack. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now, I can have a lot of shit on my shoulders, and I'm a very happy-go-lucky person. Like, I, I, at a funeral, I'm laughing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a weird, twisted sense of humor, but I have a sense of humor. The older I get, the darker it gets, but I still got a sense of humor. Like, I laugh at myself. I laugh at stuff. It makes life better. But, um... I kept telling him, I'm like, dude, I'm telling you right now, it's not a fucking panic attack. I don't, I don't. And I haven't had one since, but I started having even more heart issues and they had me hooked up to a heart monitors and stuff like that, monitoring me for weeks, day and night. And I would feel this stuff all the time and keep me up all night long. Like it was getting bad. I was getting circles around my eyes. I was so sleep deprived. I didn't know what in the world was going on. I thought I was dying. I went and got a living trust make sure if something happened to me in my sleep because I swore I was going to die in my sleep. That way my kids could inherit everything and they wouldn't be fighting whoever for whatever when it's theirs in the first place. Um, like I, I'm telling you, I was scared. And when they got the test back, they're like, there's nothing. And I was like, no, no, you're not looking. He's like, no. He's like, we looked the time as you pushed the button and said that it was happening at night. He goes, nothing. He goes, we went through everything, not just where you pushed a button. We went through the whole, you know, two weeks worth of stuff. And he goes, there's nothing wrong with your heart. And I was like, no, 
And a friend of mine that I talk a lot of spiritual stuff with, that's how me and her first started being friends was instantly right off the bat. That's how we start talking. And she told me, she was like, I think um, you need to sage. And I started putting everything together when she said this. I was like, my grandmother, I was trying to help her get rid of whatever was attached to her because she was freaking out all the time that this stuff was following her. And I kept telling her, Grandma, you're not Kentucky. You're in a home full of, you know, family, you know. But she wasn't, and and the night that I started doing this stuff and I started playing um, Hertz music in the house to cleanse uh, negative energy out of the home, I played it 24-7 for days, like we, it was like a week of days and days and days. And um, my son asked me one morning, the day after I started, he, grandma, she just looked like she ran through the freaking ringer. But I told him, he's like, Mom, what's wrong with Grandma? And I was like, honey, and I told him because, you know, me, he, he's aware of things that I'm aware of and she's aware of. But the night I started doing it, there was literally knocking everywhere, all over my walls, the, the knocking of the Trinity. I'm not a Christian, but I know that that's what they were trying to do was put fear into me by using that because they know, you know, 90% of the, 99% of the population knows, you know, knows what that means. And I swear that at the time they're trying to provoke fear into people. Um, and, you know, but um, what I'm trying to tell you is uh, as long as I stay on top of staging, I don't have issues, but I'm, I'm almost to the point where I have to do it every week or every two weeks. Um, Cause if I don't, I start to have issues with my heart again and then I'll sage and salt, nothing, nothing for two weeks. And then, uh, and then right when I let my guard down, all of a sudden, boom, I'm getting attacked at night. The other night, um, my heart felt like it, I like one of those shockers that shock your heart. I've never had it done to me, but I swear that's what was being done to me. Um, so I salted and saged, and now I'm right back to sleeping like a baby again. But I can tell when I need to sage because I cannot sleep at night. I am woken up all night long. Like I get no rest. Um, my heart gets messed with. It's just a kind of a scary thing to know that these entities, and she has heart issues myself, my grandmother, um, to the point to where she has to take all kinds of medication. Um, um, but since she's been living with me and I've been staging and stuff like that, she hasn't had to do the testing her finger to test if her pulse, um, if her heart's skipping beats, stuff like that. She hasn't had to do nothing back on taking her heart medication, um, blood thinner and stuff like that. Um, so I don't, I, whatever is attached to her, it messes with the heart. And I can tell you firsthand that it does mess with the heart and it does feel real. And what's scary is that medicine can't see it but it's so real like it is real like I've gotten to the point where at night like when when it was really bad I was like I'm gonna die and I'm okay with it and that's sad to you know but I, I felt like I, I was I felt like one of these nights I was gonna die and I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna pull through the night but I just wanted to throw you guys in some people can get attachments if you are sensitive if you are a light in a dark world they will attract to you and that means everything and anything and it's not going to 99% of the time be the kindest spirit it's going to be the strongest and that's what's scary um, and when you try to help um, sometimes there's consequences you will get attacked um, thank you for your show bye thoughts okay so it sounds like like when her 
Was it her grandmother or mother? I'm not sure. Either way, uh, when the... Uh, I th- I'm just going to say grandmother. I'm sorry if I'm sure. mistaken. But it sounds like when the grandmother um, like had it first, and then uh, the girl that was telling the story was like, there's probably nothing there, and you're just stuff like that. Yeah. All of a sudden, she starts to get it, and now she has to sage every two weeks. Otherwise, she'll... What, what it makes me wonder is if nothing is being picked up medically about this is if, you know, sometimes when we have situations where there's something haunting, uh, like the entity will like try and make the person feel that's alive what they're feeling or what they felt. It's almost like feel this. You're feeling the emotion suddenly of someone else or uh, the struggles of someone else. So I wonder if that's part of what's going on. Yeah. Um, but I will say this panic attacks are really scary and you you do think it's a heart attack. I had yeah. my first one a, a couple of years ago and I've really never, I haven't had one since, but I was under a lot of stress at that moment. And you just don't know what the hell's going on because, but you, you, you have those moments and you're like, gosh, you know, is it would make sense if I'm having a heart attack right now, but you, it, it's not always that you are. It's just sometimes that's what's, you know, you're, you're going through something really tough and your body reacts and it, it holds stress and it releases stress in in very interesting ways that you really don't know it can do. And uh, it's it's a scary moment when you have one if you've never had one before. I went through most of my life with ever, without ever having it. It's like, oh my gosh. I And then you start panicking because you don't know what's going on and that makes it worse. If you can kind of recognize what's happening, it's, it's much easier to calm down out of something like that now. Because I think I have had some come on but I've I knew what it was. I'm like, not a heart attack, just chill, breathe. And yeah. But the first time it happens, yeah, you think like, oh my gosh, <laughs> is this it? And it's a it's a scary moment or two. All right, uh, that is uh, going to wrap up this episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, keep us on the air. Become an uh, extra podcast person. A lot of ways for you to do that now. It's not just uh, through uh, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com. Now through Apple Podcasts, another way right there for you to sign up and get access to all of the bonus content and uh, even get it three days free. Try it for three days free on Apple Podcasts right now. Go ahead, do it. You'll uh, you'll be happy you did and uh, help keep our program on the air. We greatly appreciate that support. Uh, until next time. For all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening.